Hello and welcome to Bellhaven Podcast. I'm your host, Brent Weber. On today's episode, you'll be listening to PSY 355 Research Methods in Psychology with Professor Mark Hunter. I hope you listen and enjoy. The purpose is to reduce the variance within groups by using the specific variable as a, um, as a second factor, and this creates a two-factor study. So the differences between participants can result um, be resulted by variance. Um, in scores for treatment conditions, it sometimes is difficult to establish a significant difference between the um, the two participants. And so, for example, you could divide the children that you had in this study by different ages. Let's say you gave this paper and screen study we've been talking about, and instead you divided them up into ages six through eight, or nine, nine through 10, or 12 through 14. And that way you could, um, using a participant variable and dividing up the age, where it might see some significance between the different groups. When you, when you use the order of the treatments as a second factor, it makes it possible to evaluate any order effects that exist in the data. And there's three possible outcomes that can occur. So the first one is no order effects. And what that means is it doesn't matter if the treatment was presented first or second or third. So the order really has no effect of that. The second one is symmetrical order effects. And in this one, like the scores, for example, the scores in the second treatment are influenced by the participation in the first treatment. They would have a practice effect that they would be able to, because they took the first treatment, it helped them perform better in the second treatment. And then a non-symmetrical order effect is participation in different treatment conditions may produce different levels of fatigue or practice. For example, going from one to two may be more fatiguing than going from two to one or from two to three or three to one or whatever order. So sometimes it's not always symmetrical. Um, some it's just maybe if you had three conditions, maybe it's just one of those three that are actually the, the one that causes the problems. Our next verse is Jeremiah 10.2. Thus says the Lord, Learn not the way of the nations, nor be dismayed at the signs of the heavens, because the nations are dismayed at them. We're going to introduce now to correlational research. So what's the goal? of correlational research strategy. And this is to establish that a relationship exists between variables and to describe the nature of the relationship. Now remember, relationships can be described but not explained. And there's no attempt to manipulate, control, or interfere with the variables. Sometimes there's things that um, 
that change at the same time, but it's really coincidental. And you're just describing the uh, correlation, but you're not really explaining it. Remember our explanation a few uh, units ago when we talked about ice cream and uh, temperature and crime rate and how there's a correlation there, but we're not trying to explain the cause of that. In correlational, experimental, and differential research, again, you're not trying to explain why the correlation exists. It's intended to demonstrate the existence of a relationship between two variables and does not determine the cause and effect relationship, what causes what. In experimental research, it demonstrates a cause and effect relationship between the two variables. So again, we're, we're defining correlational research differently from experimental research in that the correlation research is just finding the correlation. You'd actually have to conduct an experiment using the definitions we've been using in this course to determine what the cause and relationship is, the why something occurs influences the other. Sometimes you just look at differential research and this involves two groups of scores and focuses on the difference between the two groups, such as we've looked at reading scores for females versus males, and we are looking at the uh, understanding that one has a different score than the other group. Females tend to have higher reading scores than males. We're not um, with that study, we're not looking at the reason why, we're just determining that it occurs. So that is differential research. So we want to do the data and statistical analysis for correlational studies. And what this does is it evaluates the relationships for numerical scores and ranks. Scores in each pair are identified as X and Y. So every individual score, every individual who participates in this research for correlation has two scores. One is identified as X and the other one is identified as Y. And so the data is presented in a list showing the two scores for each individual, such as to say, um, if we wanted to determine between um, IQ and GPA. So let's say that our IQ is X and our GPA is Y. So the scores can be shown in a scatter plot. We're going to show you that in a second. And each individual score is shown as a single dot with a horizontal coordinate, which is X, and a vertical coordinate, which is Y. So here's an example of just some arbitrary data. This is not IQs or, or um, GPAs. 
But let's look at the first one, person A. It says the x is 1, so we look at the x-axis, the horizontal one, we go over 1, and then the y-coordinate is 3, so we go up 3. So there you see the point A. Now you can see B and C and D and E are also graphed as well. So we don't know what this is representing, but it does give you an indication that this would be somewhat positive, and, um, but it, it's, it just kind of gives you an idea that maybe there is a correlation there. So those are the kinds of things that we would put in a scatter plot. And you can have these generated through SPSS. So we're calculating a correlation coefficient. And a correlation coefficient measures and describes a relationship between, um, between two variables. And it describes three characteristics of the, um, of the relationships. It describes the direction, it describes the form, and it describes the consistency. So we're going to talk first about direction. If a correlation has a positive relationship, the two variables change in the same direction. Or as one variable increases, the other variable increases. So let's go back to our example with IQ scores and GPAs. Is say as your IQ score goes up, the GPA for that student goes up. So that would show a positive relationship. Now, a negative relationship would be two variables change in the opposite direction. So let's say that um, we increase one variable but it matches a decrease in the other variable. Just for an example, let's say the number of hours that a student plays video games. And so the more hours the student plays video games, the lower the GPA. So the video game play goes up, but the GPA goes down. So that would be a negative relationship. So all correlations talk about a positive or a negative relationship. And we'll talk about the strength of that next.